All right, welcome back to another episode of Down to Chat Podcast, where two badass bitches working millennials shoot the shit about whatever the fuck we want. Hey, I'm Dan. And I'm Martin. And we're featuring our welcome back guest, D. Hello. How's it going? <laughs> welcome well. back. Thanks for joining us again. No problem. Yes, super happy to have you back. <laughs> and this week, we're talking about a new... Uh, ish documentary on netflix a series that's called a history of swear words featuring nick cage like what i haven't seen that guy in anything in any movie for a long time not that he's like my favorite actor by any means but it's just it's interesting to see his face on things again i actually didn't recognize nick cage until a few minutes in. it's like oh wait that's him like he shows a early image of himself like oh nick cage yeah the meme guy <laughs> i don't actually recall him from any of the like i don't remember any of his movies though so that's the thing it's like i remember who he is as a meme but i don't have any recollection of which movies he's from ghost rider yes national oh. treasure yeah national treasure and then i just remember there was one movie where his head was stuck in a bee cage filled bees and he's just screaming Okay, so I think I know what you're talking about. I don't remember what the movie's called, but I only know what you're talking about because it just so happens I used to have like this Nick Cage t-shirt and it had his different faces. And basically like eight, five out of the nine of them were the same face just despite him having different emotions. And one of them was him being in the beehive. Like the there you go. cage. That's hilarious. So, I got that reference. There you go. Yes, I have one person. <laughs> oh man, love it. So we're gonna deep dive into some of the swear words that were uh, featured on the show, including "fuck," "shit," "bitch," "dick," "pussy," and "damn." This will be our first explicit episode, and probably one of our few ones, considering we try to be a more wholesome <laughs> series. But this will be one of our few ones where we go That's... all out. So you know, you bet your ass that we're going to go fucking all out because we're given the opportunity to do so. So why don't we start with the first word on the list here? Okay. We'll start with fuck. According to the series, fuck was, was, has not always been about, you know, just sex and just used as a forceful swear word. In fact, it didn't really develop that meaning until the 1500s. Uh, prior to that, it was... It was used for other things, like being hit, and it just happened to be a last name of some people, right? Um, while sex has been, I think, in the definition for the longest time, it wasn't used as a word for aggression that we use, like we do today, right? Whenever we're upset with somebody, we stub our toe, we say, fuck, and it hasn't always been that way. And one thing the series talked about is that it's a way for us to channel our anger uh, in a way that's in a really packaged format. Fuck is so easy to say. It's so versatile. And it does, uh, it can really fit into any context in our lives. And that's really interesting. I mean, certainly we don't say it on the show, but I'm sure we use it enough in our daily lives outside of the show. Oh, definitely. I am quite liberal with the word. One thing that I actually learned from the show, which uh, totally threw me off. So. I think, and this dates all the way back to like fifth grade for me, which was like, I don't even know how, over, over 10 years ago, long, long, long time ago. We had a teacher who told us that the word was actually an acronym, which oh. stood for fornication under consent of the king, which apparently is, it's all bullshit, but as the story goes, back in the day, you needed consent from the king to have sex and have babies. And if you didn't do that, like if you didn't get some special note or, or certificate or whatever, it's technically illegal to have sex. So that's why it's fornication under consent of the king. But that was mentioned though in the show. It was mentioned. Yes, it was mentioned, but it was mentioned that it was all bullshit. Oh like really? None of that. Really <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> wow. No, that's what I got from it because I thought I was being a smartass and I was going to all my friends like, "Oh, did you know where the word came from?" Well, I do. That yeah, means all this shit, and but then I, I thought I was being smart. Um, turns out I bought into the bullshit because that's not true. It, the Ooh. root word was just, it was a combination of somebody's last name or something, as well as me, something related to meaning to hit. Like if, if you're going to hit somebody, you can like fuck them up or something, which kind of still translates and like we still use it like that today. But yeah, nothing to do with sex, apparently, in the beginning. So I was, I was just dumb. I wonder 
how that would fly today. You know, it's like, you need permission to have sex. You need permission to fuck. That, that would never happen. Like, that is, it, it is impossible to control nowadays. That I don't think anyone could, like, you can make it a lot. No, people are still going to be banged. Somehow, though, when you put it in that context, it almost seems believable, considering how archaic, like, the olden times were. I believe that story. I thought it was true. I, I would believe it. If you told me when I was younger, or even now, you told me that now, I'd be like, yeah, that's, that seems like a believable story. And I'll I buy into that. that. <laughs> See, it doesn't sound believable to me. <laughs> what? It doesn't sound believable at all. Like, people are very, very much, I want to do what I want, when I want, how I want. So for them to say, well, you need to go see a king in order to get laid. That's not a... That's ridiculous. And then on top of that, kings had other important things to worry about, like war or hunger. Why would they worry about if you're making babies? Maybe they care about purest babies. You only we're only allowed like this type of children in our kingdom. We don't we don't want this mixed children. No, no, no. It's a it's an abuse of power. Like I'm the king. I can control every detail of your life, including when you fucking. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I believe. <laughs> It sounds so unbelievable. Like, I can understand as a kid believing it, but as an adult, <laughs> no way. I don't know. It's just somehow okay. it, it seemed almost believable, you know? <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, it's like olden times. People do stupid shit all the time. So it's oh, like, yeah. I, it was like, maybe, maybe, maybe people are just like, you know, submissive enough to follow that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know, I know that you didn't watch it, the documentary yet, but apparently if you swear and you do something painful, that you're able to muster more strength and last longer doing the task. So in the documentary, they had a bucket of ice water and people, well, there was a, there was a control group and there was a, what was that other group called again? Control and... It's basically your testing group. Yeah. Testing. Anyways, one group was allowed to swear. One group was not allowed to swear. The group that was allowed to swear lasted much longer with their hands in the ice water than those that were not allowed to do so. So I was going to say, Martin, when it gets warmer and COVID's over, we're going to do this. We're going to flip a coin. One of us gets to swear. The other person that just gets to shove their hand in the water and just kind of shut up. <laughs> but I'll be watching that. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that'll be a bonus episode. Extra content. <laughs> gotta get those extra. Gotta rake in those views. But it makes sense though. When you stub your toe, somehow it makes you feel better when you're swearing up a storm that follows that there's, afterwards. There's a release of like of stress when you're like, oh fuck, right? And then you just, you don't feel stress. <laughs> yeah, it's not. But it's not the. It's not physical stress. It's emotional and mental stress. And like when you when you're in pain, it's not just a physical pain like on your body. It's up here as well in your in your head. Yeah, yeah. So I can so I can understand I can understand swearing, but I also think it's probably the same thing. Could the same thing could probably be said for yelling? Like when I I think it was last week. No, when did I get the scratch? I got the scratch. I think just two days ago. And it really hurt. I didn't swear. I just was like, ah, and, <laughs> and then I was like, okay, it still stings, but it doesn't sting as much. So I think it's just releasing that, that frustration that helps for was, sure. Was it from your cat? No, 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 no. It was from like a box. I don't know. I don't, I just, <laughs> all these boxes and plastic packages keep just scratching up my hands. I, I don't, I don't know. This is just my life. <laughs> yeah is fuck your swear word of choice i'll let you go first no not my not my favorite word like not the word that i naturally go to it's easy like it's an easy word to say and you can kind of you can literally incorporate it any in any sentence literally any sentence it's an adjective right but i do think it's not the coolest word yeah I, so here's the thing, I grew up not swearing that much. So even now, I rarely, I am a good boy. (laughs) I am the best boy. But, (laughs) but uh, with that said, I do swear at times and fuck does seem to be the one that leaves my lips uh, when I'm like 
upset. Generally, that's when I'm playing video games. That's the only time I kind of swear. But other than that, I don't really swear that much. And here's the thing, though. Why don't we swear? If it's true that these words really didn't doesn't have these derogatory meanings originally, why has it become such a thing that uh, that it's, they become words that is taboo, right? That we're not allowed to say. And partly, when I was mulling over this before and when we were talking about it, it's partly when you use this in a non-professional context, it comes off of being less intelligent. It comes off of being legit, less educated. And it, se- it makes you seem... I don't know. It just like, makes you seem less mature, less mature because you're not able to muster stronger words. And what's interesting about these documentaries is that it really brings up a lot of black culture a lot, which was really interesting because it was, it's with the hip hop generation or this rise of hip hop in the 60s, 70s or 80s. Thing, one, of the, one, of those, one of those decades. But it was with those words that they started claiming these words and then they were kind of shut down by the man, the white, the white folk in power. Who says, yeah, those words can't be used anymore because you're you're uh you're rising up and you're claiming those words and to express your anger and disappointed with disappoint with us, so therefore we're gonna say those words are not okay. So it's really interesting to see how the history of these banned taboo words does link back to black culture. And I didn't know about that. So that was kind of relevating for myself because I didn't realize oh, these common use words, why are they banned? And it links back to black culture, among other things. But I think that aspect was quite enlightening for myself. What do you think of that, Dee? Like, do you think that's like kind of true or not so true? So I don't know. I haven't seen the documentary, so I can't comment on on what they've said there. In terms of the cultural aspect, like, yes and no. Yes and no in the sense that Swearing has always been around, right? It, it, maybe the words have changed over the centuries, but the idea of swearing has always existed. And I don't think it's only limited to Black culture. I definitely think, though, that, and, and, and I can believe, just like I said, I haven't watched the documentary, but I can believe that swear words became bad because they were being used by a particular race. And that idea of swear words making you seem less intelligent, less mature, lacking vocabulary. I also think that's connected to that same kind of thinking. Connection back to pulling down those who use it for power, right? Those for empowerment. Mm -hmm. So for me, in in a professional or unprofessional setting, depending on the professional group that I'm with, for me, swearing is irrelevant. It's the communication of the message that matters. Whether or not I include a shit here and ass there, it it doesn't take away from what I'm trying to communicate. And if I have colleagues or friends who are using those same words, it doesn't take away from, from my understanding and my view of them as an individual, as an intelligent, mature, educated inv- individual. I think that's I think that's fair. I think I can fairly say that we are all educated. We're all mature. And that's one of the things to note on, right? While these swear words are historically no-no words, where growing up we always learned that these words are not to be said. In some ways, we've kind of reclaimed uh, some of these words, right? People say bitch to each other. And it was mentioned in the documentary, like bitch, you call each your friends a bitch. And we call them a bitch. It's like endearing in some contexts, right? Mm-hmm. It's no longer like, a derogatory uh, term but there were a lot of women who on the show who said you know you know it's still a slur for against women and the older generations are not as comfortable with it but definitely younger generations and as well as gay culture calling each other a bitch your friends a bitch is very much acceptable and almost encouraged uh, as a way of semantically changing uh, in a social context so I found that pretty interesting. I my I don't call my friends a bitch, but I think that idea I do see it right. We're watching different shows and like you see people calling each other bitches. I thought I thought that was kind of interesting. I can understand that. Like I do I do see the aspect in terms of the older culture. It, it's all context, right? Mm-hmm. If you're calling someone a bitch and because you're upset at them, obviously you're not saying it in a way um, that is showing respect and and appreciation for this person. But listen, I'll call my bitches at any time and be like, yo, we need to, we need to roll. And they will show 
up. Why? They are my friends. They are they are the people that I trust, right? I feel comfortable there. And our friendships are to that extent. Do you know what I mean? I don't think we ever, we've ever called each other bitches, though. Me and you, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, okay. Well, maybe I should say, I don't think I've ever called you, like, you to your, your face. But there are many times I'll be speaking to other people, and I'll, and I'll be like, Danny, he's my ride or die. He's my bitch, yo. Like, I will call him, and he will be there. Okay? Oh, my gosh. Shovel in hand. It's ready. Literally. Literally. I'm like, I know who I, I know who my bitches are. Right. And it's not that it's not in a way of like women or men or individuals who are lower than me, less than me, nothing to me. These are people who who have the highest of, of level of respect. Right. People who I deem so important to me. Very few people get that title. So be proud you have that title. Oh, so honored. So honored. <laughs> so here's a question. So it seems like. You refer to your friends, your close friends, as as bitches. You're bitches, right? And that's like acceptable. And you guys have that mutual understanding that you're not trying to be like offensive. You guys you're using it as like a way to express like how close you guys are. Mm-hmm. Does it make a difference if a guy uses that word or tries to use that word for his female close friend? Interesting question. So, mm. well, I think it depends on that. the guy. It definitely depends, for me anyway, it depends on the guy because I've met guys who will only say it about, about female and not say it about male, mm-hmm. right? I've met guys who have only used it as a um, sense of lowering an individual. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right? Like, so like, when they use that word, it's not as like endearment. my family, my closeness, my, yeah. my clan. It's. Yeah, I know this bitch. She, I know exactly where she is all the time. I know this, that, whatever. Yeah. So it it depends on the guy. Yeah, in my opinion, anyway. Like, no, I think that's for fair. Other people, they may have other varying opinions. No, yeah, yeah, no, I think I agree. Like when guys refer to a group of girls as their bitches, it almost it almost always seems derogatory, in the sense that they're almost like like slaves to them. It's like they're driving back and call whenever I want, mind you. It's different than when I hear gay men say it. It's like, oh yeah, she's my bitch. It's like. Oh yeah, like, you know, she's just you're just a close friend. I think that, I think that's I think I think there's a difference between a straight man says it and a gay man does it. But um, that's also like um, gay culture, right? Oh it's, yeah, it's culture. So at least from my understanding of it, anyway, it when it's used in that way, it's also it's the same way that I use it, right? A term of endearment, a term yeah. of respect and love. Yeah, I mean, 100%. not not to say that you can't use it any other way too, but yeah. oh, for sure, I think guys. <laughs> Guys almost never say it to each other. Like in contemporary, like in general, in a general sense, men will generally never call their guy friends bitches just because I think that masculinity is so fragile that if you imply anything that like brings them down to a female level. And like, I don't mean it. I don't think females are lower. They're equal in my, in my opinion, but I think for a lot of thinking. Right, like, right. A lot of men, it's like, oh my goodness, you're referring to me as remotely female. Oh my god, how dare you? How dare you lower my standing in society? And that's so fucked up, right? But I think that's probably why you never hear guys call each other bitches. Yeah, yeah. The only time I ever hear it is when you're trying to offend them, right? Yeah. You're intentionally trying to be hurtful. You're saying that you know, you're either like a coward. Or mm-hmm. you're not very manly or masculine, so you're not brave enough or have the courage to do something, or you're being kind of like a whip, that sort of thing. At least from my own experience, when I hear it used. So I have a question: How do you two use it? If you two use it, like in what kind of context is it used? I the only time I use "bitch" is when I'm playing games with people. Notably, <laughs> recently, we've been playing <laughs> Settlers Catan. And when people take the tiles that I want or block my road, I will happily call you a son of a bitch. <laughs> okay. So that's interesting. Because I say son of the bitch all the time. Like, yeah. I, I use it almost like fuck. Like, when something bad happens, I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. But it's not directed at anybody. Yeah, It's okay. just like a general thing. I almost never use the word bitch by itself and refer it to a person. Mm-hmm. I just almost, I, I don't think, I just don't use that word that often. Just because I, I kind of get the context of why it could be bad. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. 
Like, even if I'm really mad at a at a girl or a woman, mm -hmm. uh, I I don't think I call them a bitch. I, I would just be like, "What the fuck?" And then I'll just start yelling, and, and we'll have a fight over whatever yeah. something stupid. Yeah. But I mean, I do, but I do it behind closed doors. I would never say that. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. <You're> a bitch. <laughs> But that's just me, you know. I I'm I'm respectful. I have tact. I don't yeah. do it to people. Like I, mind you, I'm straight up with people. If I don't like you, you'll know I don't like you. But I I have enough tact that I don't need to just like I don't need to tear your character down. I don't need to call you names to get my point across. That's the thing, you know. I don't need to to, to lower myself down to yeah. just swearing up a storm. Now, mind you, going back again, lowering myself down again. Does it? We're going back to whole creating the stigma around the swear words, so I feel like yeah. it's a it's a huge circle, right? We all we'll always find ourselves back in these situations where we'll always come to using swear words is kind of a lower class in society, which is kind of interesting. I don't think I will be able to eliminate that stigma in my lifetime, only because society has built structures in a way that you can't escape that type of stigma. And I, I don't know if that's something. It, to me, anyway, that seems like a personal a personal battle for for you, right? For myself, I it like swearing doesn't seem like you're lowering yourself to a different level. It, to me, it seems it's a way for you to further communicate your frustration or further communicate your dis disapproval or unhappiness, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not gonna go swearing up a storm to my supervisor, right. but I also know that. For me, the comfort is being able to communicate freely mm. and you, communicating freely includes swearing when necessary, in my opinion, like mm. when I need it. Yeah, so, I actually like that a lot. Uh, I take that same view with me everywhere, work or otherwise. Like, for example, I have a project manager who sometimes uses the f-bomb when things don't go well in a project martin this is an uncensored podcast yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why <laughs> as, as soon as it got to work related all of a sudden i'm like i'm like trying to like figure out how to say it all politically but he'll be like okay what the fuck guys how did we screw up right and i think it's fine i don't see him lower in any way actually mm. in fact i it almost elevates them a little bit, at least in my books, because they're willing to express themselves using a word, which is, which that's just represents an emotion, right? A certain emotion that you're feeling, it has impact uh, versus saying it's like, oh, what's going on? Why do we have this problem? It's like, what the fuck guys? Then, you know, it has impact. Okay, this is, this is serious. Yeah, I, I don't, like, I see why other people might see someone as being, you know, uncultured and, and not, intellectual or whatever but it shows me the real you when you're not afraid to say that kind of word mm. and it's it's almost like it's almost artistic in the sense that fuck like just thinking of that word can be used so throughout in any situation in any scenario it's so versatile it adds more more spice to the human language i thought about swears like after watching the show and i'm like i actually really like hearing swears in the sense that it adds so much more meaning right yeah. it's, it adds personality to a conversation instead of just like a very robotic like very super um formal kind of speech it's like nah yeah. it's like yeah like what the fuck come on mm -hmm. um it's like adding but, spice to a dish like that extra zing exactly. that needs to really make it yeah you know so i see that you see swearing as a kind of you see it with respect but wait i'm thinking about it you know if i was an employee or I'm just thinking about in the general sense, putting myself in the shoes of employees where their supervisor says, yo, what the fuck, guys? What the hell are you doing? You know, what are you got your heads up your ass or something? The way I would see, if I was a more sensitive employee, I would take that as a personal attack. And that it would be a huge HR issue. So I feel like you don't swear in those contexts, even if you're a supervisor. While I do think it's great that you see it as a sign of respect, uh, or you you have a heightened respect when that happens. I feel like people don't do it because people can misconstrue it as a personal attack and that could lead to further problems down the road. Yes. I do think that, uh. but I do think that what Martin was talking about um, with regards to seeing who his project manager is in terms of like recognizing his identity, those people who are sensitive, 
to those things that like it's a it's a two-way street right Mm -hmm. you recognize that yeah every once in a while i may need to swear but also recognize that i also recognize that at times i'll need to communicate that it's not directed directly just to you it's overall i'm frustrated but that's where communication comes in right if you have if you have good communication then those kinds of of misconceptions don't happen yeah, that follow up is so. Anyway. Yeah, the follow up is so yeah. important. I 100% agree. I just want to pivot the conversation a little bit in terms of, like, the tactfulness of using bitch. I find that sometimes when people say that I'm a bitch and therefore I can be rude and disrespectful, and I think we can all think of people in our lives that are like that. It's like th- because I identify self identify as a bitch, I'm allowed to be derogatory. I'm allowed to be rude to you. I'm allowed to say things that are unacceptable in general sense. I'm allowed to attack you at a more personal level because I'm a bitch and I'm proud of it. It's like being proud of being an asshole. I'm just, to me, it's just like, it, it just sucks that because it almost seems like that kind of attitude is celebrated. It's like, oh, she or he is standing up for themselves. They're a badass asshole. They're a bitch. Yeah, good on them. They don't take any shit. They're very, they're being so straight up. But it's like, there's ways of doing it without being a complete prick in my opinion. So I think it's great that you claim yourself as a bitch. You claim yourself as an asshole, but should you be celebrated to, should you be celebrated because um, you're using that as a escape for, or rather as, as, as a excuse for poor behavior? What's considered poor behavior? Because if I'm going to call myself a badass bitch, there's a reason why I'm going to, why I'm going to call myself a badass bitch. Mm. Right. Like, and it's also based once again, perspective for me, there are certain criteria that makes me a badass bitch. Now, whether or not that, like, there's no way I'm going to make everybody happy, Mm -hmm. but the criteria that I've set up and if I'm like achieving those criteria, I'm reaching the goals that I want. So if I wanted to start a company of my own. Being a boss bitch means, you know what? Yeah, you're going to have to, you're going to have to be hard sometimes harder than you may feel comfortable, but Mm -hmm. you have to have those hard conversations. You have to talk to people a certain way to get things done. Yeah. It's not an excuse, but I do think it, there's certain, it's a little bit more than that. There are people who are just naturally born asshole. Oh yeah. hundred percent. But there are others who do it because they have a particular goal in mind and they're on there and they're trying to achieve that goal. Right. And they are. And I, I don't think it's it's an action. It's something that's pre-thought. I think it's a reaction to those around them and the situations that are put in front of them. Look, I can respect people that do it like that in terms of for leadership purposes and to get things done. I respect that 100%. It's like Martin's project manager. I respect people like that. Right. You're being an asshole. You're being a bitch because you need to get the shit done ASAP. I respect that. But when I'm talking about owning bitch and asshole, it ends up being like a mean girl, a school bully, that kind of context, right? Where they're just straight up being mean to other people just because they're a bitch and an asshole and because they can. There, I mean, I'm sure there's underlying issues, self, self-confidence, self other, other jazz, but using I'm just a bitch, I'm just an asshole as a scapegoat, I think that's just kind of fucked up. So in that context, though, what you said before was that they're celebrated. They're not celebrated. Time is times have changed. It's no longer when we were growing up when bullies could get over get a, get away with whatever they wanted to do. Time like everyone's being called out, regardless of who you are, regardless of how much respect and power and money you have, regardless of how much privilege you have, you're being called out. So if, in my opinion, if someone is is like that, call them out. Everyone has been given the tools to be able to do that these days. It's totally off off topic, but like another, there was a celebrity, Charlie something, the mayor. So I don't know who she is. Apparently, she just she was like, I don't want to go to college in the in the U.S. because I didn't want to hear my song at my my songs played at a frat party, and she was dragged through the dirt. People called her out. They were like, you chose not to get your education because you were afraid of something that nobody would do recognize your privilege right same thing when it comes to people who are dicks call them out call them out as they are because it could be that they don't like i'm i'm trying to trying to give give them the benefit of the doubt like this might much like five percent yeah 
if, if they could be that in that small 5% that don't realize that, that their action is a dick move. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I agree with that hundred percent. I, you know, I think it's, I think it's great. I think it's great that you're right. I think I'm just thinking back to like examples in media and you're right. I think, I think it's harder to think of, of a example nowadays, but my, you don't want to consume as many shows these days uh, with <laughs> have bully figures in them. I'm just thinking about like Rugrats, for example, Angelica. Would she be considered bully, right? But <laughs> I think I think there were several instances or episodes where she was a bully to some of the people. Uh, but not she was always she... a friend. Like I think she at, 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 at her core, she always cared for the other children, the other babies. <laughs> I'm just thinking back. I'm trying to remember this whole Rugrats thing, like Angelica. <laughs> She's like, I remember watching it, but I don't remember it. Oh, okay. I'm just thinking about what are some other shows that had bullies in them. Well, no, no we can focus on, on on Angelica. So, well, if you yes. haven't watched it, I feel like we should probably pick on shows that do have no, hardcore bully characters. I watched I watched Rugrats. It's just been like I don't know 20, 20 years or so. Yeah, I remember it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Um. Hmm. Okay, so th- there were episodes where she was straight up a bitch to some of the other the other babies um, yeah. at the time, and then and then she got in trouble from like a parent or something, right? So she she got she paid for it in that sense. Uh, mm-hmm. But there were other episodes that showed different sides of her character where she might have done something that was a little like not nice, but then she like helped the that baby or that character out afterwards. So it shows that she wasn't just always a bitch, right? There were good sides to her as well. But mm-hmm. I think it depends from episode to episode. Because I remember episodes where I'm like, she's so mean. <laughs> Why is she so mean to him? <laughs> right. Um, and then there are other episodes where she was, you know, like a, a better as a person. So. Yeah. I don't know. Meh. Anyways, <laughs> I don't think Martin ever got around to his favorite swear word. Oh, uh, I totally forgot. Um, so I would say fuck is my favorite. Uh, just because, like I said before, it's so versatile. You can use it in a bad way. You can use it in a good way. You can use it in every single context. And it's that extra just spice on top of of, uh, of your conversation that just adds a little more impact, adds a little more personality, adds a little more oomph. That said, though, I think I use the word shit more regularly just because it just comes off so easily. Like, it's hardly even a swear word anymore. Like... I think earlier in the beginning, we talked about damn being a swear word. And I don't know if anybody still considers it a swear word. But yeah, I, I'll just say shit so casually, I may not even realize it. And I'll be like, oops, I swore. Fuck, is, there's more intention behind it. There's intent, right? I'm trying to communicate something by saying like, oh, fuck. But it's, it adds personality and it's just, I don't know. It makes me laugh. It makes me smile. Maybe I'm just not mature. <laughs> but whenever I hear it, like the smile just comes off it. Maybe. Um, yeah, it's my favorite. How about you guys? I think we talked about it. I think... Yeah. Sorry, uh, what was yours? I don't know. I think fuck this is the one that come, came to mind the most. I think I forget what it was for D's. Mine? Oh, I, no, I didn't share what mine is. Oh, really? Okay, oh, no, no, my bad. Go ahead. Please okay. do. So mine is actually shit. I've always used the word quite easily. And, like Martin said, it's just something that you just... It just feels natural. You It comes to you. You just use it without even thinking. And I, didn't, and I also like it because of the English portion of it, the mm. linguistical portion of it. There was a video that I watched. It's this comedian talking about learning the English language. And he, and he was like, do you know how many uses there are for shit? And he basically went on this very long paragraph and used shit in different instances. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've used it in like at least 80% of those instances. <laughs> shit for literal, literal, like um, taking taking someone's like ridiculous behavior or not taking someone's ridiculous behavior. You use it in terms of like calling someone super cool in terms of what is it's like, you're shitting me. Are you joking? Like it is such a versatile word. I love it. It is so easy to just manipulate. Yeah. I think, yeah. And shit and fuck at the same time, I think they can be used in so many different contexts. You can use an adjective, a noun, verb. It's just kind of crazy how far or how language has evolved over the years. It's kind of amazing. Speaking of shit, I think it was really interesting at one point in the documentary that they talked about how shit became 
more and more of a swear word over time. And it was because in the in the past, people would take shits together. It was a communal event where there was just a this like giant like out things. Yeah, yeah. there's those holes in a room and everyone would just sit down on a hole and they would take a shit together. And it was like a it was a community <laughs> event. <laughs> it was hilarious. I'm like, oh wow, that's so interesting. But as toilets became more and more and more of a thing, right, private toilets it became more of a personal, private matter that, you know, it's you cannot even fathom saying to someone, say, hey, do you want to get shit together? <laughs> so, as an offshoot, uh, shit, I'm trying to remember that show. Um, it was about a gladiator. It was called Sparta. It's, it's called something. Oh, shit. Troy? I don't know. Not Troy. It, it's a show, not instead of a movie. Spartacus. Oh. Spartacus, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do, do you remember the public shooting? Like, this is the first time I, do, I saw it. I do, I do, I yeah. do. It was literally just like hole. <laughs> <laughs> holes to yeah. shit in. Imagine like a sauna. So it's like a square kind of like structure. Yeah. Except instead of benches, they were, there were holes in the benches where people took shit. And it was in the public. So there, there wasn't a closed door. It was just like a little half square. And it was the first time I saw people like shitting together in public. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Was that an actual thing? And I looked it up because I was just, it just it blew my mind that that they all just they all just walked in and they start and they're like these two characters are having a conversation while taking a shit. I'm like, like this is the thing. This was actually a thing. Oh my god. Um, yeah, it blew my mind. And then afterwards, apparently the way they wipe is that there's a stick and there's a cloth on the stick. And they would just take it, like, stick it down and use it as a wipe. But then the thing is, he passed that same stick with that same cloth <laughs> to the next guy. And then he used it to wipe. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, there's so, so much shit wrong with that. Gross. I was like, I was watching it. And I'm like, I couldn't believe my eyes. I'm like. That's absolutely fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> there's always... That was, like, the difference in time, right? Like, yeah. if, I, if I was to pass, like, toilet paper to the next person, be like, here, I'm done using it. <laughs> So oh, gross. Like, Yo, I'm just imagining someone else's like I hate when there's wet around my butt anyways, right? So I'm just imagining like something sludgy and slimy rubbing against my ass cheeks. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like oh like no. <laughs> yeah. So bad. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> Um, yeah, people took shits together publicly, and and it was it was just a norm. <laughs> no, that's grotesquely fucked up. That's a <laughs> shitty situation, and I will not partake in that. <laughs> um, what, what what would that be like though? How would that change our culture? No, no, no. We're not I'm going not back there. We're not moving back in that direction. We have private toilets and proper plumbing. Yeah. We're not moving back there. With that like, said, though... People are, like, focused on making sure they sanitize. There's no way we could share toilet paper, the same sheet of toilet paper these days. Or even, like, even if even if toilet paper didn't exist and we were using cloths, you think I could go, like, oh, I'm done. Here you go. Next person. Like, no. Gross. Do you remember those times at washrooms where they, instead of, like, you one used towels, they had those, like, rolling towels? Rolling. That's so gross. Every time I saw it, I'm just like, <laughs> nope. Okay. So I I used to work with someone who used to replace those, and so apparently those were those were their version of eco friendly before the the hand dryers. They would take them, send them off to be bleached and washed, and then put them back in. Now here's the thing: if the end of the roll wasn't used, they you would have to keep using it, and then once it was done, it wouldn't move anymore. So, but if the person wasn't there to change it, then they just leave it. I was like. Oh my god, all the germs, all the germs. Oh, it's disgusting. They would leave it until someone came to change it and that could be <sighs> that could be at least an hour or two hours. Now imagine and... that being your poop wipe. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> imagine that up your bum. Like no no no. I, oh god. Like I would rather not use this poop dildo, thank you very much. <laughs> no wonder people so here's the thing we, we i think the idea of pooping together is out of the question even we had our own toilet rolls i don't think we're gonna do it no. but with that said it's it's really interesting that still around the world public baths are still mm. quite popular right if i go to japan i still want to go to onsen 
if I go to South Korea, yeah, I'll go to a public bath. That sounds like that sounds like an experience, and to me, that sounds like something I look forward to. Whereas, <laughs> like you, no, but I, I would like to. It sounds interesting. I would too. Right. I've gone to like hot springs, but mind you, they were we were in bathing suits. But I would like to an actual full bath in like a Japanese onsen. That sounds like a great time, right? But mind you, it's so that is celebrated. Whereas yes, like you're you're all in public together. You're nude. You're you know having a good time, and you're in a very exposed environment, right? And the only time you get that intimate exposed here in like North American Western culture is like at a bathhouse, but you're not using it for bath purposes you're not sharing with one another you're typically there to you know have sex with other people so it's really interesting that you know depending on the context and depending on the culture uh it's still kind of acceptable in some areas but other areas we're like no we're not we're not ever going back there well i do also think there is a difference between me and you sitting next to each other getting rid of our bodily waste versus me and you sitting in a hot bath chilling cleaning our bodies like or not even just cleaning our bodies just like all relaxed and stuff and there's chill. a huge difference it's true okay? huge difference yeah it's true you're right you're just, we're like it's more of a massage at that point than right yeah i wonder how sanitary those points were I like to, I don't like to think about that. (laughs) I like to assume that (laughs) thing. I like to assume that that kind of thing is, is just not something that I need to know. Not right now. Fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) They all died at like, what, 30 or something from diseases, right? There's a reason for that. (laughs) They always wonder why. Why did we die so young? Or I guess they don't wonder because they're dead. But why why do we wonder that? It's, it's It's so obvious. Anyways, I don't think I don't think post pandemic will ever see those kind of environments like if, ever. If you guys ever ever go to a public bathhouse, because I tried it uh, when I went to Japan, yeah. and my mindset going in was like, yeah, it's gonna be awesome, it's gonna be super relaxing. Um, but at least in the Japan, or at least in the place where we went to, they require that you clean yourself first. Okay. So this is like imagine like public showers at a pool, like you would have here except like almost no walls. It's just like one open area and you would get little stools that you can sit on with like a towel. Um, and you would just kind of clean yourself before jumping into the, the, the hot tub or the, mm-hmm. the onsen so that, you know, you're clean. You're not polluting the water with like your filth. I like that. I, that's yeah. fine with me. I think that's a self-confidence thing. If you can own your body, I think that shouldn't be an issue, <laughs> but I understand that. It's, it was weird for me. <laughs> no, I understand, hundred percent. And it's it's hard to like. I think a lot of, a lot of folks do have issues with how their body looks, mm. unless you know you're like, uh, I don't know, like Thor, uh, Chris Hemsworth, and you know nothing to worry about. But Chris <laughs> oh, Hemsworth, oh my, Michael B. Jordan, Michael B. <laughs> yes. Jordan. That's right, right. I don't think you have any issues there, but I think for most of us, it, we'd be we'd probably be very uncomfortable with that. Um, and I totally understand that. But I think once you understand and kind of accept like self-love and self-body love, I don't yeah. think it's that bad. You can get past that. But yeah, I think I'd be like, okay, showering myself in those yeah. situations. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think to end off today, I think we want to just end off with going over the last few words, uh, which is dick, pussy, and damn, which I think in our view doesn't have as much of an impact as it does with fuck, shit, and bitch. What do you wait? What do you mean? In terms of, like, not much of an impact. Or, I guess if you were to rank these from, like, least aggressive to the most aggressive, I think Pussy is pretty, goes pretty up there. But let's say Damn. Damn would be on the tame side of things. Damn isn't even, like, a swear word to me. Yeah, it's it, a, it, it's yeah. a word that prepares you for the adulthood swear words. <laughs> it's the word you introduce your, your, your toddlers. Our honey, have some Damn. <laughs> exactly yeah so i didn't watch that episode did you watch it martin i have uh they were definitely less entertaining uh just because damn isn't so much of a swear word anymore and i mean the history is like it came from god damned which is like yeah really really offensive at least back in the day right especially in from the religious lens dick used to be a name and i don't even know how it got bad because dick dick to me is not a bad word it's just i mean it's just a word 
maybe when I was like in the second grade, it's like, oh my god, you said dick. <laughs> but like nowadays, it's just like whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. here's my dick. You're a dick. Whatever. <laughs> right. Um, okay. Pussy has a more. I think it's kind of like bitch, where they talked about there's a more like, like a like a gender stereotype or, or a, a way to offend somebody by demeaning them because they're like a woman. So they talked about that, and then they had uh, some points about that, which I can see as well. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. Pussy was another name for like a cat, you know, like a pussy cat back then. And I think they said that it's a relatively newer uh, swear or negative word. If you go mm-hmm. back a long time ago, pussy was not even like that bad of a word. Yeah. It was just another way to call a cat. Yeah. I um, think I still remember those like old Looney Tunes. It's like, oh, that woody, woody pussy cat. You know when Tweety Bird goes yeah. like that, 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 that pussy cat? Yeah. I didn't think yeah. much I didn't think much of it to be honest with you. It's like, oh yeah. yeah just like, oh. A cat. Yeah. Yeah, the putty cat. The putty cat. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, even when you talk about pussy today, like unless you're talking about the vagina, you're gonna have sex. But in a general sense, I don't think I hear it much otherwise, except for when you're trying to call someone a coward. Mm. That's the kind of the only time. But again, I think we go back to the whole uh being derogatory towards women because you're saying by saying pussy, you're referring to the women, and in that context, you're kind of bringing them down, right? You're saying women is of a lesser than an equal, which is kind of not okay. So I think we go back to that. I think damn is such a general neutral word that has become not derogatory. Damn doesn't have any sexual connotation attached to it. So I think that's probably why we don't really think of it as a bad word anymore or a no-no word, just because it doesn't, A, relate to sexual things, doesn't relate to gross, like, poo-related things. <laughs> And it's not it's not gendered, right? It's like because it's not related to anything that's like unsavory or gendered. I feel that's probably why it's been removed yeah. from the no no list. So, yeah. so in that sense, though, I'm wondering if if I had a friend who is super religious, does that become more of a bad word because "damn" came from like "god damn," which is like again using the Lord's name in vain or in a negative context? Honestly, it has. Like, I I, I'm not, so I don't. I don't have that kind of context, but I'm yeah. wondering. I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like even now, as religions kind of slowly like decreasing over time, I think there's less of an influence that it doesn't really like. It's not as popular as it used to be. I think mm-hmm. once upon a time, for sure, but as you know, religions on like the decline right now. I think we're starting to see the exit of those kind of sentiments. I think it's with mm-hmm. older generations, as with some of the other words like bitch, we're definitely going to see a decline over time. Mm. Yeah. I do think with the word pussy, yeah. I, I, you mentioned before that, like, in terms of referring to a vagina, I don't know. For I know for many people, that's that's just what they do. They use it in terms of that, in terms of that terminology. But for me... I've never really liked it. Mm. And to me, it is up there with, it is up there at, in terms of being the worst of the three because mm. it's mm. because of the way in which, um, from my perspective and from my experiences, men have, have referred to a vagina. The terminology is vagina, V-A-G-I-N-A. Call yeah. it what it is right. because every time I hear that word, it's, uh, every time I hear the word pussy, it is in terms of the sexual context. Mm. And when you try and have um, real conversations surround, surrounding a vagina, use the damn terminolo- terminology that is pro- been provided, right? Yeah. And yeah, I, I, I don't think it's just to use it to mean lesser or feminine or lacking courage. It's rude rude hmm. hmm how do you feel about wap then like the song oh wap like- wap is lit okay <laughs> what now, hold on hold on hold on now, there- you know she's using it for <laughs> there's a i do but there is a difference between using it for empowerment as a woman and using it to refer to inappropriate and incorrect terminology as a as a male or female yeah. or non-gender <laughs> Right. So like she's like wet ass pussy. What like she's talking about she they or I shouldn't yeah. say it's only Cardi B. It's um Cardi B and Megan the Stallion 
they are talking about their experience, right? They're talking about what they do and how much they enjoy it. I'm like, you do you. When it comes to a man being like, oh yeah, let me see that pussy. I'm like, it's a vagina. Please call it what it is. Yeah. Please and thank Just, you. I think Just saying like, it like that, I already like, I already yeah. said it. Like, I think, sounds creepy. I think with a lot of these words, it's, just like it, it depends if you're from the community. If you're from the community and you're you're taking it back and using it to empower yourself, it's completely appropriate. But when you're outside the community and using it in a more derogatory ter- like context, it's not okay. It's like saying like you know drag queen saying yes queen yes. It's like queens used to be a derogatory term and queer used to be a derogatory term, uh, but it just seems more neutralized these days because of how popular it is in like different shows like Drag Race, for example where they've kind of taken it back and they've made it into a very, very positive thing. So it's really interesting to see words losing meaning or changing meaning semantically over time. And in a social context, we're seeing that there's new words being introduced and older words getting redefined, uh, reborn, if you want want to say. And I'm really curious to see, like in about 20 years, 30 years down the line, what lingo will look like, what words are going to be in, what words are going to be out. What words going to be not okay anymore, right? Because you think about like older words, there's certain words that we don't use anymore when we're taught younger. Like Aboriginal, for example, we don't say that anymore. It's kind of interesting. So I'm really curious to see what 20 years hold for us and uh, how language evolves over time. Yeah, it should be interesting. I think I think because the English language, well, people are, are creating new words all the time, right? The yeah. English language is constantly morphing and even other languages are are morphing. So I think with our new time, new technology and new new epiphanies that happen in terms of identity, in terms of personality, we'll definitely see a, a change. I don't think all of these swear words are going to be, I think they'll still be around in our generation, whether or not they'll be used in the same context, we'll see. Mm. Well, this has been a really great podcast. Thanks again for joining us, D. No problem. Yes. Yeah, it was time. great to, to hear from your perspective again. And I think uh, as two guys, I don't think we could have covered it with as much depth as uh, having a like, then having a female opinion on board. For sure. For sure. Thank you. So thanks Thank for you. thanks for uh, coming by again. Thank you for our listeners who follow us all the way to the end. Uh, thank you for being our amazing fuckers. <laughs> we'll be going back to our... Uh, PG family friendly <laughs> format from the next episode onwards. <laughs> I'm wondering if they're cringing as much as we are. Hush you. As much as I am. We're embracing it. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and until next time, you fuckers out there, fuck <laughs> off. Fucking subscribe to that to subscribe and follow. All right, smash that fucking like button. <laughs> <laughs> Hit that son of a bitch of a five-star rating, and we will see you next time. See you, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.